the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The disaster in Abraham's day swallowed an entire valley, several cities, thousands of people. It was so severe that nothing will ever be built where Sodom and Gomorrah once stood. It is the ultimate ground zero. The Dead Sea and the surrounding wasteland continue to warn each new generation to take God seriously and respect his justice. The whole region recalls a day when God said, that's enough, no more. The destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and Lot's lot in it all. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely as we continue our journey through Genesis. Today, we explore the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and its destruction. Why and what happened to Lot? Here's Pastor Leighton with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they've come under the protection of my roof. Come under the my roof is a, a figurative expression, meaning they're under my protection, and it's my duty to look after them. And so we have here an insight into Lot that he placed the sanctity of hospitality above the sanctity of his family. This is a huge breach of fatherly duty. His first responsibility was to his family, to protect his family. And his bizarre proposal illustrated how twisted his mind had become after living so many years in this godless culture and away from the influences of his uncle Abraham. That's why it's so important for believers to get near Uncle Abraham's. Often, because this culture around us will influence us. Now, considering what we know about Sodom, the fact that his daughters were virgin probably means that they were still very, very young. And the reference later in the chapter to the sons-in-law may indicate that these daughters had already been promised as future brides. In Hebrew society, couples were already considered husband and wife before they came together. Verse 9, get out of our way, they replied. And they said, this fellow came here as an alien, and now he wants to play the judge? We'll treat you worse than them. You know, sinners are offended because you, you will not give them a hearty approval for their actions. And in their eyes, absence of approval is being unforgivably judgmental. The word tolerance has been given an entirely new definition. It used to be that a tolerant person would accept behaviors or things that they could not or did not approve. But today's new definition of tolerance requires that you not only accept, but you also approve. And that creates a challenge for believers because a believer can never approve something God's word says is wrong. 
if God's word says it's wrong, then it's wrong. Regardless of what culture says. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. Then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness, so that they could not find the door. Struck with blindness uh, was an Akkadian word that referred to a blinding light that caused temporary, uh, a t- temporary loss of sight. But even this didn't cool their passions and their lust because they were still in their blindness trying to find the door to Lot's house. Verse 12, the two men said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here, because we're going to destroy this place. The outcry of the Lord against his people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. And so the angels confirm what God already knows, and I also reveal who they are. And the urgency in their voice must have been jarring. Lot, until this moment, had known nothing of the destruction uh, that was about to rain down on his adopted hometown. The angels knew what their objective was, but they weren't omniscient. They didn't know how many people they needed to evacuate. And this observation provides insight into the capacities and limits of angels. By the way, Satan is a fallen angel and also has such limits. Verse 14, so Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law who were pledged to marry his daughters. He said, hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. So rather than follow him out of the city, they dismissed his warning as a joke. Evidently, they had not seen anything in his testimony and life that would suggest that he had such a relationship with God that God would reveal the future. And in their lack of knowledge of God, they didn't believe in divine judgment. Men like that think that it's all, this kind of talk is just a joke. And by doing that, they established their guilt beyond all doubt. They have no fear of God. And many people today respond to warnings about God's coming judgment like the sons-in-law of Lot. They think it's a joke. With the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lot, saying, Hurry, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the men grasped his hand in the hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them to safety out of the city. For the Lord was merciful to them. The, Lord, the writer here draws a common biblical image that pictures salvation as a sunrise dispelling Evil darkness. Light always displaces darkness, and it's never the other way around. And the reason the angels grabbed the hands and and led them out of the city is explained in the latter part of verse 16. The Lord was merciful to him. So their, 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 their use of force was an act of mercy. To be merciful is to do something that shows compassion and concern for the well-being and welfare of someone else. And even though Lot had chosen to settle in Sodom, this did not prevent the Lord from acting mercifully and kindly towards him. Lot's deliverance was a divine exercise of grace, not due to any merit of his own, because it was completely undeserved. Verse 17. As soon as they had brought them out, one of them said, Flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you'll be swept away. 
But Lot said to them, No, my lords, please. Your servant has found favor in your eyes, and you've shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me, and I'll die. Look, here is a town near enough to run to, and it's small. Let me flee to it. It's very small, isn't it? And then my wife, my life will be spared. And he said to him, Very well, I will grant this request also. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. And that's why the town was called Zoar. You remember back the first time that uh, God rescued Lot? He was a prisoner of war, from the, and the, the four kings from the east had come, and, and then Abraham came and rescued him, empowered by, by God. And you would have thought that would have been a warning to him, but he went right back inside the city of Sodom. And now God has to take him by the hand and forcibly drag him out of Sodom. And how does he respond? First, he lingers. Then he argues. And then he begs to do things his way. Instead of being grateful for God's mercy and obeying the rescuer, he resisted. And there, there are a lot of weird things in the Sodom narrative, but one of them is... More astou- that's more astounding is that Lot, Lot is self-centered in negotiating with God as the sun is rising. And then there's the aspect of God's astounding concession. So in his speech, he acknowledges that God has saved him and spared his life. And then he goes on to explain that he doesn't believe God can continue to save him or preserve him. How warped can a mind become? Then he has the nerve to ask God or God's angels to send him to Zoar, which is like a mini Sodom in and of itself. Now, by doing this, he is making a way so that he can stay in the valley that he loves so much and in a city that he loves so much. And again, God astonishes by granting his request. Verse 23, by the time Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen over the land and Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, including all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. You know, there's some who prefer naturalistic explanations. That is, uh, that some event natural event of history was so well-timed it achieved the outcomes that we read about in the Bible. And so one of the favored naturalistic explanations to this is it, it follows this logic. The Jordan Valley is part of the great Syrian-African rift that stretches from Syria through Palestine down through Araba to the Gulf of Aqaba, through the Red Sea to the Upper Nile Valley, through the Rift Valley in Kenya, and on to the Lake Nyasa in eastern Africa. This great rift in the earth was caused by a series of earthquakes. And here, on this specific day, 4,000 years ago, a quake opened a fissure, releasing gases that then ignited, setting the sulfur and petroleum deposits aflame, resulting in a catastrophic firestorm. Okay, that might be, because we do know that God uses natural events to accomplish his will. But what's being communicated here very clearly is that this came from God. It was, on, it was an act of God because it's mentioned not once but twice. And then further, it adds another piece of information to us that it came from God in heaven. Now, where was God just a few hours previous? With Abraham. 
what does this tell us? How long does it take from God, for God to transit between heaven and earth? Not very long. The disaster in Abraham's day swallowed an entire valley, several cities, thousands of people. It was so severe that nothing will ever be built where Sodom and Gomorrah once stood. It is the ultimate ground zero. And what remains cannot even support human life on any practical scale. It's barren and silent. The Dead Sea and the surrounding wasteland continue to warn each new generation to take God seriously and respect his justice. The whole region recalls a day when God said, that's enough, no more. I love the fact that God leaves us reminders of his faithfulness to judge and rule justly, righteously, without sin. This has been Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely here in Genesis. More to follow throughout the week as we continue our amazing journey through this marvelous book of beginnings. If you have a question about today's program or Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, a great way to start your journey in understanding more about us and who we are would be our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Tomorrow, back into Genesis, join us then for study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.